Okay, this question is from one of our longtime listeners, Michael. Thank you for sending this through. It's such a good question. You work in a team that's largely cohesive and collaborative and heading in the same direction. However, you get a new boss. They aren't rude or mean, but their work style is different to your own and your previous managers. What are some tips to navigate this? And even more so when you don't agree with their priorities, especially if certain things have been tried before without success, but they want you to go down that path again. Okay, this is a really good question. What a banger to open with. So there's a couple of components here. I think when you have a new boss, it's kind of like a honeymoon period. And some honeymoon periods might be good and some honeymoon periods might not be good because you're settling into this new dynamic and you're trying to get to know this new person who has a huge impact on every part of your working life. So think a couple of things that I want Michael to consider. Number one, if you listened previously, and I know you did because I believe that you messaged me about this, to that episode that Dom Price did on having a personal user manual. I wonder if you can use this strategy with your new boss and do an activity and maybe suggest they run this activity as a team. So it's called that personal user manual where you come up with, here's how I work and you do it as a team and it can be a really fun activity. Search up Atlassian and look up personal user manuals and they'll tell you how to run this play with your team. But I'd recommend starting there And the reason I recommend that is because one of the first things you need to do with a new boss is get to know what they care about. So what matters to them and get to know their style. And you can actually set them up for more success by saying, hey, one of the things I think would work really well is for us to get to know each other and each other's ways of working and preferences and working styles. So you could kind of put that out there to them and say, okay, cool, could we do this? as a group, because I think it's going to build a better working relationship for everyone and sell what's in it for them. So I really want you to emphasize, here's what I reckon we could get out of this. Our team performance will be better. Our relationships are going to be better. And we're just going to understand each other better. And most managers want that. So first step, suggest doing that activity, the personal user manuals. We'll put a link into the show notes so you can find out how to do that if you haven't done that before. It's super fun and it's a really cool way of understanding each other. So we think about this period of time. You've got this window where you're kind of figuring out how does this new manager like to work and is this relationship going to be all right? The next part of Michael's question is what do you do when you don't agree on their priorities, especially if certain things have been tried before without success and they want you to go down that path again? This is a really common thing because a new manager comes in and they don't have the history. So they don't have all that backlog of information of going, oh yeah, we tried that particular project, totally tanked for these reasons. But the other side, and I think this is probably the challenge, when we're working with a new boss, we don't want to come across as like the naysayer or like the blocker of ideas. We don't want to be the person, well, we tried that before and it didn't work and and feel like we're a negative voice in the space because the risk is that that affects how this new boss is going to perceive us. So I totally get that this is one of those kind of nuanced conversations. And here's what I would do if it was me. Before you talk about, hey, I don't agree with that priority or that project for this reason, take a step back. I would sit down with my new manager, let's say his name's Jack, and I would say, hey, Jack, how do we give feedback on this team? So before I give the feedback about the priorities, I would actually start by focusing on, hey, how do you like to receive feedback from your team? 
How do you like to have conversations when there's areas that maybe we disagree, which is normal and healthy? How do you like them to be sent through to you? Is it in a conversation in a one-on-one? Is it something that you like to get a heads up via email? And then we kind of chat about it. So instead of just going straight into the actual core concern, you take a step back and you hit the issue before that, which is how do they like to receive feedback or how do they like to have honest and open conversations? Because managers like this done differently. Some managers will like you to tell them in the moment when it happens. And then others will like a kind of heads up on it and get some insight. Maybe they want you to send something through of going, hey, I'd love to chat about this in an email. And then you sit down and talk about it. So I guess what I'm saying Michael, is before you jump into talking to them about the fact that those priorities might not be right, you have that conversation about how do we have difficult conversations? So again, we're going back to this, how do we work together? And it's a way of framing up the conversation that gets you a better outcome. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. So this is kind of my phrasing. I'd sit down in a one-on-one and I'd say to my new boss, Jack, hey, Jack, one of the things that I think is really important as a team is for us to agree on what's the best way to communicate when we've got concerns or we want to give feedback. I'd love to know what works for you when it comes to getting feedback from your team. Is there a particular thing that you like that makes it better and easier for you? And then pause and sit in silence and wait. And it can feel awkward sometimes to do this, but I can guarantee managers will love your curiosity around this. Like they'll just be like, it'll be so refreshing because it's not the type of run of the mill conversation. And it shows you're interested in getting the best out of them. So try that, start there, and then you'll get the insight to them. And and Jack might come back and say, well, hey, I just want you to uh, book in the time and give me a heads up about what it's about in advance, send it via email. What that tells you is, okay, cool. Now I can go away and plan for the conversation about where we talk about the priorities being out of whack. And I do it in a way that's going to set it up to be received well. So I think that's showing a lot of maturity and it's showing that you care about how that conversation happens, not just the fact that it does happen. Because I think where most of our conversations with our managers go wrong is that we either don't do them, we don't do those tough conversations, Or we do them without that preparation and thought about what's going to work best for the person receiving this. So try that, Michael, and let me know how you go. Message me. Always love hearing from you. There's a follow-on question from Sean, and this one ties nicely into what Michael's question was. I feel my boss and I don't really get along or we don't really understand each other. How can I build a better relationship with them? Okay, we've talked about this on previous episodes, but I'm still going to rattle this off because I think it's relevant. Number one, you've got to figure out what they care about. So what matters to them? And it's going to look different for each person. Some managers like to be in the detail. 
They want to know where you're up to. They want regular status updates about what you're working on and how things are progressing. And other managers do not want any detail at all. They're like, do not bring me into the detail. I don't want to get bogged down there. Just keep it high level. I want you to figure out what is of importance to them. So there's a couple of questions that I think are really cool to ask. And curiosity is like the ultimate relationship builder. If you can be genuinely curious about another person without judgment, you're going to build better relationships. So here's what I would ask your boss if you're wanting to build a better relationship. I would ask them the question, what is non-negotiable for you on your team? What's the thing that you love that team members do and makes your life easier? What is it that team members do that makes your life harder? The other question I asked a manager just today actually was what things are keeping you up at night? And once they talk about that, they talk about the things that they really deeply care about and you start to get a sense of what matters to them. If I were working with a new manager, I'd want to understand those things and try and boil it down to what are the four non-negotiables for them? Now, you don't necessarily need to tell them these, but if you know them, then you can make sure that you are demonstrating the things that matter. So this particular manager I was talking to today, she runs a business, a really successful business with lots of employees. One of the things that I've worked out about her is that for her, trust and attention to detail are so important and they're just huge drivers for her and they're very linked. So if there's not a quality or a level of attention to detail that her team deliver, then the trust starts to erode. And so you start to see the relationship between the things that people care about. So if you can boil that down for your manager and kind of work out, okay, here's the four things that are non-negotiable and then start to dig into the relationship between those things. Like I mentioned with attention to detail and trust, those things are like inherently linked. Find out what that is and you start to get a picture of what this person cares about. Once you know what they care about, it changes how you communicate with them. And most problems on teams come down to communication issues. So if you firstly know what they care about, then you know how to communicate with them in a way that taps into those things that they care about, you're going to have much better communication and you're going to have way less issues. 